ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, July 6th. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Welcome back to myself. Welcome back to you. Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer, it is made pure. Coming up today on the program, I get a chance to talk to the interim athletic director of Marshall University Athletics, Jeff O'Malley. I was hoping to uh, do this this week, and we're going to do it today. Looking forward to talking to Jeff. He's been with Marshall for a long time, now taking over as athletic director. It's on an interim basis, so we're going to talk to him here in the next few minutes, get his thoughts on the upcoming year, see what he's uh, thinking as far as is this something he wants to do on a more permanent basis? Is he going to be a candidate? And kind of get a feel for where he wants to take the university while he is the athletic director. So we'll talk to him. As I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in, but also you can join me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Already a couple of people are wanting me to ask a couple of questions of, of Jeff. Basically wanting to know if Jeff's going to try to get Marshall into a different conference. I don't think that's going to happen. It would be interesting to say the least, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Marshall right now is going to be a solid member of Conference USA. Geographically, I would love to see eventually some of the Conference USA schools, some of the Sunbelt schools sort of get together and make a league that makes more sense on a geographical basis. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if there's any push for it, but at the same time, it would be interesting fodder for another show. So we'll we'll save that. We'll table that for later on. We got a lot to get into. The the MLB. Let's start. You know what? I'm gonna start the NBA. NBA Finals coming up tonight. Game one. Phoenix Suns Arena. Milwaukee Bucks take it on the Suns. Bucks haven't won a championship since 1971. Phoenix has never won a championship. And so somebody's getting a championship in this series. If Giannis is playing, and he's still a maybe right now, he could play. We just don't know yet. So if he plays, I think Milwaukee wins this series. Maybe in six, seven's a possibility. But if Giannis plays, Milwaukee wins this series. If he doesn't play, I think you got Phoenix and maybe five. Phoenix and five sounds reasonable. Right now, we just don't know. We don't know his status, but I think he's a game changer if he's going to be able to play. We'll find out closer to tip. Of course, you can listen to the finals on our sister station tonight, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. we got Pittsburgh Pirates baseball coming up tonight. Atlanta taking on Pittsburgh. 7 o'clock is going to be first pitch around 7 o'clock. We go on the air about 6.40 right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. Now with the NBA Finals tonight, sort of some controversy going on not involving the game itself. If you've been following the story about Rachel Nichols, now if you're watching the NBA, you watch TV, you know she has 
been at ESPN for a long time. She's done a lot of sideline work. She has hosted many programs. And it seems that maybe she's not happy with the situation happening at ESPN. I'm not an insider at ESPN. I don't know what the culture is like. All I know is it seems like there are a lot of unhappy people right now. And she was caught on a hot mic, a hot camera. Unbeknownst to her, she was having a personal conversation. She made comments about one of her black colleagues, Maria Taylor. And so she's had to make an apology. She was expressing herself, making comments to someone, venting. She didn't say anything disparaging. But she did make the inference that the only reason why Maria Taylor is being advanced is because of diversity issues. And I've seen Maria Taylor many a times on television, and I think she does a fantastic job. I think Rachel Nichols does a fantastic job. So I don't know what the culture is like at ESPN, but right now it's become part of the story. So ESPN has replaced Rachel Nichols as its sideline reporter for the NBA Finals because these comments happened It was a little more of an internal situation, but once it makes national news, it's out there. And so she is going to be excused from her sideline duties. Interesting story to say the least, because on one hand, nothing really being made disparaging, but she's also making the inference that her colleague has been advanced because of diversity and that it was not based on her merit. So, in a sense, she's basically saying that that person isn't qualified or that the only reason why she is getting that job is because of the diversity hire. ESPN's in a tough spot right now because Maria Taylor is a really good talent to have, and I don't know the culture or anything going on at ESPN other than I know you got two quality reporters right now, And I'm sure both are not happy. But that shouldn't be the story here. It should be the Suns and the Bucks. And that's coming up tonight again on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Okay, when we come back from break, we're going to bring into the program Jeff O'Malley, Marshall's Interim Athletic Director. It's a good first guest to get back into the swing of things here. I'm looking forward to it. So Jeff joins me on this other side of the break as we get ready to really get the rest of this week going. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back here with you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw. Heart seltzer made pure. I want to welcome to the program now. He is the interim athletic director of Marshall University, Jeff O'Malley. And you're on last week, so I got to try to do a better job than Bill Cornwell did interviewing you. And that's, that's a tough act to follow, but uh, thanks for doing it. I mean, you, um, you've you been on the radio, what, now twice here in the last few days? You're a busy man. I am. I am. I got a lot more popular these last couple of weeks, so, uh, which is good. That's all fine. <laughs> I don't know if your popularity has increased, it's just your visibility has increased because. Yeah, I'm going to be quite honest. 
I don't know a single person that doesn't love you. I mean, every everything I've ever heard about you before I met you, now knowing you, and then you getting the job, everybody loves you. I mean, you're you were shoe in for president of the university eventually, right? They probably hadn't talked to my kids yet, so because I'm sure that they could probably tell some some things that uh, people don't like about me. But uh, that that's great. I mean, it, it's awesome that that you know people have such good things to say about me, and hopefully, I can live up to that in this new role. So it's, I, you know, I'm honored that I was chosen to be in it. And, you know, of course I have all the respect in the world for Mike as well. Um, but, you know, we, we're, we're just going to continue to try and move, you know, martial athletics forward. Is it, is it safe to say that this is a position that you're going to put your name in and say, look, I would like to be the athletic director. Let's remove interim. I mean, you've got, a lot of time now to to make the case for yourself. Are you looking to do that, or you know, have you made that decision yet? Well, it's not really something I need to decide right now, Paul. You know, I mean, I think it's a trial run for for both sides of it, and uh, you know, the, there's a there's you know, obviously there's a lot of change with the leadership and the university as a whole. So, and and you know, as been said before, the new president is going to be the one that's actually going to make the final decision. So. You know, when when we're gonna let that process play out, and then we'll you know we'll kind of figure it out from there. But you know, it's not going to stop me from from doing whatever I need to do. I I don't want to sit here and be a placeholder and just be a manager. You know, in, until a new AD is is named. I mean, there's going to be a lot of time between now and then. So you know, there's things that can, that are going to need to be done, and if we just you know, if we just sit here and tread water, we're going to fall behind. So we got to, we got to keep moving forward. I mean, this, this NLI uh, stuff is a perfect example of it. I mean, we can sit here and, and, you know, not make any decisions until then, but at that point, we're going to, we're going to be so far behind in the recruiting battles that, you know, we're actually losing ground. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to, to keep up with everybody and even try and stay ahead and making some of these decisions, you know, so with the, you know, and, and we're doing that with the the announcement last week that we signed on with the influencer group um, to help build, you know, our student athletes brand and also our brand, our social media brand. That's going to be a big part of it. Um, we're going to sign another deal here this week with another company to help out with uh, educating our student athletes on on the NIL ramifications um, and things that they need to know, like you know, tax tax stuff and how that's going to, how their income is going to affect their, their federal financial aid, potentially not necessarily Marshall athletic financial aid, but their, their federal money. Cause we have, we have kids that receive outside aid as well. Um, and there's going to be implications there, but there's a lot to digest. And, and there's, you know, there was a call today on, on the, on an NIL or a webinar that I was on today. And it was just, there's so many unknowns and, and it's just going to be a learning process for everybody, including athletic administrators and university administrators and how we're going to handle this thing moving forward. My guest is Marshall Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley. I guess a, a great byproduct of the NIL is now Will Omer. I get to I get to maybe yeah. eventually buy some of his music because he's very passionate about performing and that's just something that's a natural progression for who he is if you know that young man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great for all of our student athletes, right? I mean, this is this is a great opportunity for them to, to market themselves and 
you know, not only the the Will Omers of the world and and the Grant Wells and KV on Kinsey's, but you know, there, there's there's so many female student athletes out there now taking advantage of it. You know, there's you know, like you, I think on Friday or Thursday they had the the two women's basketball players from Oklahoma, you know, and, and they were in Times Square un- unveiling their their billboard out there. And it's great to see to see them being able to take advantage of, of the extra income as well. Jeff O'Malley, my guest, Marshall Interim Athletic Director. So you sit down in the position now, and really the only thing that maybe has changed for you is the chair's different because you have been someone who has been in the department for a long time now. And you're known as someone who gets things done. So this really isn't something that's alien to you or strange. I mean, you're already hands-on. What's changed, though, now that you're the athletic director? I mean, you're still pretty much going to be that hands-on type of person. You know, do things change? Do maybe you get to do a few things differently that you wanted to do? You know, what's in your mind so far going to be the biggest difference with you being the athletic director? Well, there's just a lot more coming at you, right? So there, there's, yeah, I kind of had, I, I, there was, there's some areas where my hands were on everything in the department, and then there were my other, other areas where I was more concentrated, such as you know compliance and academic men's basketball, you know men's golf. But now I'm dealing with, you know, I'm dealing with everything else. I have a lot more, um, I have a lot more of my my hands now in, in football um, than I had done before, and. And dealing, you know, with the change in the staff there, and and uh, looking forward to the, the the new football season. But you know, and there's so many things coming at you from different angles. So the the delegation part is going to be something that that uh, we're going to do. We're going to try and reassign some of the responsibilities um, in the department, at least a little bit. Like some of the stuff I was doing, I don't necessarily need to do to to handle, you know, some of the other things, especially the fundraising aspect of it. So you know we'd like to move forward with the with the baseball stadium project and and we're trying to get that um, uh, the program statement done for the board of governors so so we can get that approved and get moving forward and uh, you know and and we have to look at what we're going to do with Gullickson uh, with the basketball facility and then obviously the, the Shuey project here that we're working on and trying to get some upgrades that Coach Huff wanted in the Shuey building with the locker room and. And uh, the atrium and and you know the entrance out into the field that the team takes. Are you going to be able to do all that delegate instead of just being instead of being the guy that gets the ball? Instead, you're going to be the quarterback now. I mean, you're both are integral parts of the offense here. The quarterback's directing everything. The running back's the guy going and going forward, or the wide receiver. You know, are are you going to be okay with right. handing that off and like, okay, go get this done. I got to go over here. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem doing that. It's just a matter of who you're going to hand off to. Because, I mean, we're all, you know, and we've said it for years. I mean, we're all kind of thin here in the department anyway, thinly staffed. Um, so you don't want to pile it all onto, onto one person. But, you know, in, in essence, we've kind of lost the body, right? So we, with Mike moving out, um, going over to the president's office and, and me filling into that role, we kind of lose my spot, you know, so um, – so that's kind of kind of be divided up and, and the staff's been great. You know, they've been whatever you whatever you need me to do, we're more than willing to do it. So, um, you know, that it's the only the only thing going back to your original question is you just don't want to delegate it all to one person. You just want to 
divided up so everybody's not not overloaded. My guest is Marshall Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley. So the question for me with you now is there are a lot of things that are already going on, a lot of projects that have been going on behind the scenes. While you have the opportunity, are there things that you would like to pursue that maybe we don't know about yet and you already are or that you're thinking about, okay, how can I do this? Because I'm sure you want to put your stamp on the department while you're in the position to really make it feel like, as you mentioned earlier, you don't want to be just a guy that's filling the chair. You want to actually run the department. So that means there will be things that you want to do that maybe haven't been done or you want to do differently. Yeah, I think there's some things that I'd like to do a little bit differently. And I'm trying to get some input from, you know, I'm trying to meet with all the head coaches and and to, to get their input on just, you know, just kind of the questions you had just asked me, Paul, is, you know, what are some of the things that you wanted to do that you felt like, you know, you, you couldn't or didn't, didn't, you know, couldn't do for various reasons. And, and what are some of the things that you think we can do better, you know, and we need to take a look at. So, you know, as I get those answers, I think that's going to formulate um, the answer to your question. You know, the bigger picture is like, what, what else or what other changes to the department do I want to make? I, I have some idea of them now, but I'm not really, they're, they're not clearly formulated at this point. So I can really sit down with everybody else and talk to them. And that's been an ongoing process. I'm sure something else you want to do is all athletics members in your staff want to do and, and you is find new revenue streams and find new ways to, to bring more money into the athletic department and, you know, mm-hmm. budgets in a, a good spot right now, but you would like it to be better and be able to do more. Uh, how much of that is going to be you hands-on? How much of that is trying to find the right person to use their talents to maybe try to come up with those new revenue streams? Because I'm sure this is a, a all-hands-on-deck issue. Yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a team effort. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. You could, you know, we can hire the best people in the world and it's always been a team effort here. I mean, from, from day one, the day I got here, it's always been a team effort. And I think that's what, you know, made this place kind of special is we all get it in the room. And, and if we have ideas, it's not like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's so-and-so's area. So I'm not going to step over there. It's, you know, if it's an idea that's going to make somebody else better, you know, I think everybody needs to speak freely and, and they do, right. Speak freely to bring it forward. And, and we would discuss it. Um, you know, and see what we want to do. You know, we're we're going to try and ramp up our, our outbound sales uh, initiatives to try and get season tickets up. You know, we're, we're looking at selling, or we already did, we put on sale for, um, you know, soccer season tickets this year, which is the first time for everything. We're looking at trying to, you know, increase uh, seating capacity down at uh, Hoops Family Field. Um, you know, we trying to get some temporary bleachers in there this year until we can get an idea on on uh, demand. But also because of the short turnaround in the season, I mean, we're you know we finished at the end of May, and then all of a sudden we're going to be playing again in August, which is a you know a unique you know time because of the pandemic. Uh, but you know, those are just a couple of things we're trying to do to to at least increase revenue. 
My guest is Marshall Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley taking the position starting January 1st. I'm sorry, July 1st. Uh, July. Yes. I mean, if you've been there for so long. I mean, you've been working since yeah, you, you haven't had a break. So January, July, it doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter here. So with, with all of, of that said, and you've, you've got your challenges, but at the same time, you've got a good handle on it. Uh, how important you know, has it been for everyone else involved that you've been there? That's, that's the beauty of, of this right now is yeah, this is a situation where you're already there. You know what's going on, and you have your ideas and, and opinions as well of how to do things. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're a face that everybody knows and, and recognizes, and that's got to feel good, though, for this athletic department right now coming off of pandemic and trying to move forward that right now you're someone who you're you're a known quantity and that's good i mean because you have the knowledge of everything you know we don't have to bring a new athletic director in right off the bat with mike moving over to the president's office you've got that opportunity here to to really as you keep mentioning move things forward because i mean you've been driving or at least been in the in the vehicle moving it for so long yeah yeah, and it's been such a uh, such a rough year for everybody, right? Especially in athletics, because we, you know, we we did such a great job managing the pandemic here at Marshall and in West Virginia, you know, and and um, but that took a lot of effort, and and it took a lot of. I mean, you're talking about, you know, your trainers have been, you know, involved in testing, which is something that they they hadn't, you know, had to do before, you know, but you're testing these athletes three times a week and. You're testing all these, you know, when, when you get to testing everybody three times a week, it's not all on the same day, you know? And so, um, you know, that, that took a lot of effort. Nobody could really go on vacation last year because of the pandemic. So, you know, when, when you start throwing in a, uh, an uncertainty in, in leadership, you know, what was going to happen at, at the top, you know, that, that really kind of took a toll on people. Um, so I think that having that known quantity, I think really helped the, the staff in general and, and our coaches, you know, that like, Hey, this is, you know, you know, just the named, you know, we can, we can now move forward and at least in the short term as to, uh, you know, what this department is going to, is going to look like at least for the next three to six months or, you know, whenever they can move through the, the presidential search. So it, 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 it was helpful, you know, and you, you know where some of the landmines are. You know the people and the players that are involved. You already have relationships with a lot of the donors, and I think that, that that's a big help, and it and it really helps shorten that learning curve. Um, you know, especially on an interim basis. My guest, Marshall Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley. All right, Jeff, I got a question from Twitter earlier. I'm I know the answer, but I'll reframe it a little bit after I I, I ask it. I was asked to ask you if you've got any plans to get Marshall out of Conference USA. Now I know that's not happening. Conference USA <laughs> is um, is where Marshall's going to be. It's a, a league that has uh, a lot of potential. I think in soccer, for example, Marshall just won a national championship. So there are lots yeah. of sports that yeah. You know, tennis is another. Baseball is another. There are, are so many different sports where the potential is there for national prominence. But yeah, as the as the athletic director now working and navigating Conference USA, 
what is that process like for you, or at least what's it going to look like for you as you as you progress through it? Well, five days into the job, I don't have any plans right now to move us out of Conference USA. Okay. Um, but but you have to, you know, you always have to monitor the landscape of, of you know, the, the situation. And there's nothing, I think everybody nationally in, in college athletics right now is focused on this name, image, and likeness and what that's going to do moving forward. And especially with the the Alston case, you know, coming down with the Supreme Court um, last uh, uh last month as well that it threw, threw a little more, uh, you know, gas under the fire. So I, I don't know when the next round of conference realignments are going to take place. I know that there's been some discussion and speculation as to, you know, what that could potentially look like, but that's something that we're always going to have our finger on, you know, and, and, uh, and see, you know, see what happens. But right now, Conference USA is the best fit for us. Um, you know, and, you know, like you said, Paul, it's, the, the soccer the soccer league is is good now and it's going to get better the next two years with Coastal Carolina coming in and WVU coming in um, you know the baseball league is also one of the best in the country you know as well and uh, you know and they're they're looking to improve the the national uh, footprint for both you know football and men's basketball so you know those are some of the things that we're continuing to work on. And, you know, we're going to monitor the the, uh, the conference landscape as well. I guess as a side to that, now with the proposed restructuring of the, the playoff system here, where six yeah. teams, automatic, no conference, automatic bid. So if two of the six teams that are invited to be automatic qualifiers come from so-called group of five conferences, that puts everyone on an even playing field. So it's really more important what you do with your program and the conference, you don't have to necessarily worry about, you know, can I get into one of these other conferences where a guaranteed automatic bid is for football? The even evening of the playing field seems to maybe make it more advantageous now to be the very best you can be in Conference USA and elevate yourself that way. Yeah, so like a group of five is definitely going to get in because there's only, right, there's six automatic, so and there's only five power five teams. So by, by default, you know, one of the group of six is, is going to get in. And, and I like the way they did that. They didn't just, you know, it's not labeled a group of five spot or anything like that, which, which I thought was really good. And there's a chance here to get multiple teams in. I think if you look back on one of the years, I don't know when, I don't know if it was 2019 or 18, I think that there would have been, there would have been actually two, two group of five teams into the into that 12 team field based upon how it was set up you know and, and the one thing that they they haven't really mapped out yet is the financial part of it and how that's all going to feed back into uh into the different conferences that's something to, that'll be decided at a later date my guest marshall interim athletic director jeff o'malley uh, jeff before i let you go uh, anything maybe you want to hit on that uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about, or anything that maybe you'd like to let people know? No, we're just yeah, you know, just excited, right? We're we're excited for the the new season. I mean, it's a great time. You know, we're we're excited for our student athletes having the opportunity for this name, image, and likeness. You know, and we're we got we got a chance to defend a national championship in men's soccer here starting next month, and we're really excited for for the Huff era. You know, that's probably the the biggest the biggest piece of it, you know, we're going to have a full stadium 
in the fall, barring any other this Delta variant that everybody's talking about. But hopefully that'll, uh, you know, that'll subside with people getting vaccinated um, and tailgating. I know our fans are really looking forward to getting back out there and tailgating. We're hopefully have some um, some announcements there about tailgating and our fan experience coming up here in the next couple of weeks um, just to build some excitement around football starting in the fall. He's Marshall Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley. Now, okay, I will let you go after this question because I know the answer sure. already. I, I've asked it of every athletic director <laughs> as long as I can. I already know the answer. When do I get Marshall hockey? <laughs> that probably could be a little while. I don't okay. really know. Is anybody capable to have uh, – can they still do ice down at the uh, Pacific Center or the Big Sandy Arena? I, I'm not sure. Um, I'll inquire in on that. Yeah, I don't know if they've got ice here. But, but hey, that's a long-term dream, right? I can I can dream. Hey, hey I, I, I came from UMass, right? And, and yeah. I was the hockey administrator at UMass back in 2002. And UMass won the uh, the hockey national championship this uh, this spring as well. So see, um, look, it's making so sense they, to they, you already. There you go. <laughs> now you want to do. There you go. It. Now you want to do. Yeah. It. You could do men's and women's yeah. hockey. I mean that that yep. would be beautiful. And I'll tell you what, I, I'll be a you know I, forget the media <laughs> pass. I'll be a season ticket holder. How's that? Awesome. I'll pay. We'll get it going. I'll pay for a season ticket. <laughs> you know, I'll just. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take advantage of my position here. Let's let's make that happen. Jeff, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you so much. Um, good luck. I know it's gonna be a fun ride, and I look forward to seeing uh, seeing where it takes us. And uh, I know it's gonna be a long one. Uh, hopefully, uh, a long and fun journey for you. Hey, thanks, Paul. I appreciate it, and uh, you know, any be happy to be a guest at any time. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. That is Jeff O'Malley, Marshall's Interim Athletic Director. All right, we will get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More coming up here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, July 6th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It was a busy week last week. A couple of things happened. Governor talked about it today during his coronavirus briefing. Jim Justice detailing the appointment of Chad Pennington. He has been appointed to the Marshall Board of Governors. Now, Senate still has to approve this, but he said we are very happy he agreed. I think he will absolutely knock it out of the park. And this was Jim Justice again during his coronavirus briefing earlier today. So that happened. I know a lot of Herd fans are excited. Chad, one of the iconic figures of Marshall Athletics. A lot of people are excited that his son could be quarterbacking if the commitment holds. His son could be quarterbacking one day for the Thundering Herd. I'm sure that will bring up lots of memories for longtime Herd fans, Pennington was the real deal as the quarterback of the Thundering Herd. So hopefully, if his son can live up to that legacy, Herd fans are going to be happy for a long time to come. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So that happened. A lot of signings going on. I can't really get into all of those signings because 
every time I turned around, I turned Twitter off. I tried to at least for a little while, but I had notifications on for Coach Huff. And every time I turned around, the herd was getting bigger. The herd was getting bigger. The herd was getting bigger. So a lot of signees making their commitments known that they're going to be part of the Thundering Herd. I'm excited. I know you're excited as well. I appreciate you being a part of the show today. we got hockey to talk about when we continue here on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, if you get our podcast on Apple Podcasts or any service that lets you rate and review, we appreciate a five-star rating here. Let's other people know that this is something they want to listen to as well. So I appreciate everyone who supports the show, supports me. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You can also find me on Facebook. I've got a group set up just for you and a Facebook page. We post links to the podcast. We'll tell you who's coming on the show ahead of time. You get all kinds of information. And with the group, you get a chance to interact with other Herd fans. Hey, maybe even you will set the tone of the show. Maybe you saw something interesting or something you want to discuss on the show. Well, there's your opportunity. Join the Facebook group. Join the page. It's on Facebook. Looking forward to seeing you there. Hockey last night, big-time win for the Montreal Canadiens. Josh Anderson scored his second goal in overtime, 357, and Montreal Canadiens avoid elimination. Game four, I thought it could have been a sweep for the Lightning. Instead, game five, going back to Tampa. If you're going to win the Stanley Cup, sure, you want to sweep the other team, but You'll take game five, and you'll take it on your home ice. Uh, Carey Price was amazing. Stopped 32 shots for Montreal. Montreal killed off five penalties, but at the same time, and he scored his second goal. Josh Anderson scored it in overtime. He was pretty busy last night. Montreal wins the game. 3-2. to two. Game 5 coming up on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Also, that'll be right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Volleyball news. Ari Agnes, who I just had on the show about a week or so ago, so I can't go to that well just yet. But the herd schedule comes out today. Nine matches at home. All that information is on herdzone.com. But it's a pretty strong schedule. You've got Miami University among some of the teams, Middle Tennessee, of course, your regular conference foes. Uh, you've got Old Dominion. You've got FIU. Uh, you've got uh, Austin P. You've got University of Alabama as part of the Marshall Invitational. So you've got several teams that are coming in, and it's a pretty interesting road trip as well to several places. You've got DePaul, Wright State, Ball State, going to be in the Wright State Invitational, going to be in the Southeast Missouri State Invitational. Kansas City's in that. Memphis is in that as well. Moorhead Invitational with Moorhead State. Pittsburgh and Toledo. So several interesting matchups for Ari Agnes trying to strengthen the schedule as she's one to get her team ready for the Conference USA Tournament. And Marshall University Swimming and Diving freshman Paige Banton named to the College Swimming and Diving Coaches Association of America 
2020-21 Scholar All-American team today. 789 swimmers and divers were named to the All-American team for the 2020-21 season. The award recognizes students who achieved a grade point average of 3.5 or higher and were invited to compete at their respective national championship. So good job there. Those things are always important as well. So trying to highlight those with the Thundering Herd. So a lot of good things happening today. Of course, don't forget, we've got baseball action coming up for you tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As Atlanta taking on Pittsburgh, that is coming up next hour. Also, Game 1 of the NBA Finals, that is tonight between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Going to be on ABC 9 o'clock. We're going to go on the air a little early on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. You can listen to that game as the Bucks and the Suns. Should be an interesting series. Will Giannis play? If he plays, I think Milwaukee has got a good shot of winning this maybe in six. I'm thinking six. If he's not playing, I'm going to take Phoenix in five. It's the best I can come up with you. That's the best I can do. It's the best I can come up with. So hopefully we will see what happens there for the NBA Finals. One thing is certain, it's going to be interesting. You don't have some of the usual suspects you usually see in the NBA Finals. I think that's that's going to be a good thing for the NBA. It's going to be a really good thing to have a team that's not won it ever or last time winning it was in 1971. So the league should benefit from having some fresh faces and a new city winning the championship. As much as I love the Lakers, you don't want the Lakers winning it every year, right? Unless you're a Lakers fan. And I like the Lakers. I, I'm a Lakers fan, but it also I can step back a little bit and understand that you got to have some different teams win it as well. But again, I'm not an L.A. resident. I'm not a native from California. So I can make that argument. I can step back and make that argument. Now, if you ask me, hey, should Marshall Soccer win it every year? Oh, yes. Oh, most definitely. Never, ever lose it again. Most definitely. For here until eternity, it should be Marshall Soccer, the national champions, every year. And I know that's not going to happen, but, boy, I would try to make that happen every year if possible. So, yes, you get a different argument from me there just because of the fact that, let's be honest, you're supposed to be objective in in media roles and you're supposed to be someone who can look at things without bias or at least not be a booster or supporter. No, I'm good. I'm going to pass on that just because I want to see Marshall Soccer win every single year. You want your team to do well. As an alum, you want your team to do well. So uh, there is that uh, divide between host and journalist, and I am glad to be sitting on that that dividing line. I really am. All right. Hey, it's been a great chance to get back with you here for the week, first time in about a week or so. So grateful for the opportunity to keep coming back into your lives every single day. Thanks for being a part of the program as we knock off some of the ring rust getting this thing going once again. I had to remind myself where the studio was. I mean, it was just a week, but I had to remind myself where to go. All right, you sit here, you do that. So we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do it all over again with you here 
on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As I mentioned, don't forget, there are places where I would love to interact with you. I've got you covered on Twitter. You can find me at Paul Swan. You can also find me on Facebook. We've got a group for you. It's called the Drive with Paul Swan group. How well named is that? It's what it is, and it's really easy to find. And, of course, you can also find us on Facebook with our show page, The Drive with Paul Swan. That's going to do it for this edition here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.